1: but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my social neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I am here in the house with Mary Baker. I haven't seen you in forever.
0: I know. I feel like this is, it's not normal for us to be doing <laughs> a show together.
1: I know. In the obvious, uh, someone is missing this evening. Uh, she was not feeling well today. So, um, allergies are just getting the best of everybody right they, now. They really, really are. So, um, yes, yeah, so Melissa Wallace, who is, you know, our everything here, and she is usually usually the one that's taking care of all of our social media and getting us all up to speed and usually doing um, our agenda uh, she is not here with us tonight, but she's here with us in good spirit. And um, I am.
0: She yeah, she's probably listening. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past her to chime yeah.
1: in. I bet you she's here. She's <laughs> probably listening. So we have to do a she's good job. She's going to critique our show. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's prove that we can maybe do this without her. I'm not sure. I think I I think I hosted everything. Um, again, so I'm I'm Sharon McNamara. I haven't been live in a while because I have been
0: in Europe. I came in- back with a European mindset. Well, you look very tan, actually. I I, do? Yeah, you look very tan. I meant to tell you that yesterday, Mm. but yesterday I was in a little bit of a weird headspace. Yeah. But But
1: the tan has nothing to do with where I was, though. I mean, part of it. Is it the
0: spray tan? No, no, (laughs) I didn't get
1: the spray tan. Every time I do that, I look orange. But um, I sat out by the pool and read my book uh, for a little while on Sunday.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so. It was a beautiful day. So it then.
1: was beautiful. And for all of our listeners who know me and know my story well, my oldest daughter, Casey, um, she got married in Greece this past weekend and we gave was, her
0: and Dusty a big shout out last week. Oh, you did? Yeah, of course we did. Yeah. The, the newest Mr. and
1: Mrs. Hughes. Mr. and Mrs. Hughes, yeah. So it went off wonderfully. It was beautiful. If you do follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Sharon Costa McNamara, uh, you can see some of the pictures. We have a couple sneak peeks and things like I that. I can't
0: wait to see everything. So I we were lucky enough to be able to and this is just how technology has evolved over time. But so they're in Greece and, you know, me, Melissa, Holly, Sam, we're all watching from the no, screen. in Hollywood por- watch too. Yeah. yeah, we're watching from the screened in porch at home. And we got to, like, live stream mm-hmm. the um, the wedding as it happened. And I'm sitting here with, like, tears in my eyes.
1: Which was really nice, too, because it was, you know, when you have a destination wedding, it's one thing. And, you know, so many less people go. But then to have a destination wedding in Greece, yeah um, it was just, you know, where they sort of solidified their love and fell in love with the place. And I can clearly see why. It's just so gorgeous. Um, but they had, like, 56 people there. And, um it was, you know, it was really, really beautiful. She had fireworks and I didn't even know about that. So that was a big surprise. I
0: thought that was amazing. It was mm. a- and m- remember, she had told me she was like, "We are only going to practice once, like our yeah. dance once." And he just spun her around, and I'm like, oh, "Seriously, it was yeah. so gorgeous."
1: Yeah, it really was pretty. So, uh, congratulations again to Casey and uh, Dustin.
0: And she—they are still honeymooning right now, right? Yeah, they
1: they're in uh, Positano right now in Italy. I don't know. Uh, I just saw a wonderful drink
0: on one of her yeah. Instagram posts, and I'm very, very jealous. Still
1: no luggage. Uh, my oh. luggage. My luggage finally arrived. So yeah, it was. It was quite. Quite the adventure with oh. luggage and everything. But at least we got the wedding dress there. That was Mackenzie's job and she did a good job. So enough about me. Um yeah. we have George uh, manning the phones. Hello, George.
0: How you doing, Sharon?
1: Oh, if any better I'd still be on vacation. But um I'm I riding. feel you there.
0: I- I think you're a little thankful to get back to work. You, you, I am. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It's kind of like as fun as the wedding was, it's a relief and it's kind of okay. I'm so glad it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was wonderful. Got but that
1: behind me. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was great. Um, so you are, again, to all IWATD listeners and all of our uh, friends and um, family that are watching us on live, uh, Facebook live, we're on all of our connect pages. So if you want to go on there and see us in our studio, uh, we have some new um, additions to our you know, our studio here with a nice big screen and everything, so it looks nice. Um, I feel you, like I
0: have a green screen
1: behind me. <laughs> you can catch us um, on any of the Connect pages, Marshfield Connect, Hanover Connect, Pembroke Connect, um, Boston Connect, obviously, so you can find us there and follow along, send us questions. Uh, tonight's topic we're discussing, do I still need to waive all my contingencies in order for my offer to be accepted? Um, every Tuesday in the office here at Boston Connect Real Estate, again, um, the sponsor of our Our uh, show here. We have a Tuesday roundtable, and usually we have like 10 to 12 agents that we had a
0: good turnout today. Yeah,
1: that will join us, and uh, Nick Flynn from the Flynn team um, actually headed it up, which is nice because a different agent will head it up every week. And this was what our topic of discussion was today, so I thought it would be good for us to.
0: Well, it feeds right in too with what the the show that we did last week. um, Melissa and I did. A show on what waiving your home inspection really, or the different, I shouldn't say waiving, but the different types of home inspections you can have. Because mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot of really creative language with regard to um, home inspections and offers, not just necessarily waiving it entirely. Um, although that still is very prevalent.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's funny because I learned some things today, too, That, that things that are shifting. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that we are trying to do, too, is uh, if anyone is watching us on Facebook, if you could just let us know if the, how the sound is, if sound is going through, that would be great. That would be helpful. I know Melissa's mom is usually uh, watching us, but if somebody, maybe you could type that if, if we have sound. Um, but it's interesting because I was gone for 10 days um, of the 10 days. So we were in Greece and then um, we went over to Scotland for a few days because Mackenzie really wanted to go back to Scotland and we didn't get a chance to um, catch up with her when she was studying abroad. So she really wanted us to do a little adventure I with her. I completely
0: forgot that she studied mm. abroad in Scotland. Yeah, was she it did a Scotland? summer. Yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, she was in a different part and she visited Edinburgh. Completely Edinburgh.
0: forgot Edinburgh.
1: Yeah. Edinburgh. I did like a creepy ghost thing in these vaults underneath the city it was really creepy but anyways um the weather was really cold there by the way sort of cold anyways i digress where was i going with that oh so 10 days so i've been gone 10 10 days days. (laughs) and you know we're gonna relate that back to home inspection somehow (laughs) somehow (laughs) no it's just even just the the air and the aura around the real estate market mm-hmm. i can hear it so i i listen to clubhouse every morning and i can hear it in their voices i can hear it in everybody's you know just just the mentality of feeling the shift and that's what we've been talking about yeah. and which way is it going to shift um is it going to shift is it going to flatline is it going to crash i don't think it's going to crash i don't think it's going to crash it's not going to crash um but it's just they're different it is different but this is why I think as professionals, our job is to let people know, like, if you're a seller and you've been waiting and you're yeah. like, look at how high this wave is getting. I'm going to keep on going and riding this wave. It's right now is the time for you to start. Think You need to you're sell now. You're at the
0: tippity top. You're
1: at the tippity top right now. Yeah. So you should, if you're going to do it, you should be doing it now. Because from here on in where I think we're going to see less and less multiples, don't you?
0: I definitely think we were talking about this last week too. I definitely think um the market is it's not a slowdown, it's just a shift in mentality. Um, buyers are by no means gonna be fully in the driver's seat, but the over the past year and a half we've had so many conversations about like, oh my gosh, this this needs to slow down and you know, sellers are getting so excessively over asking, it's waiving your home inspection, waiving your mortgage contingency, it's giving you your first their firstborn son and their puppy and free pizza for a year and paying for their vacation and, um, you know, uh, Gillette Stadium tickets for the Patriots for mm. a year, season tickets. yeah Where we were seeing these intense, intense offers, I really think that's what's going to slow down. So, I don't think multiple offers will go away entirely. I just think the amount that we're mm-hmm. seeing will drastically decrease. so we used the example of 31 Herringbrook last year same mm-hmm. almost the same time last year we had that scenario going on we had 90 people through the um through 3 days of showings 40 offers on the table had offers excessive uh, in excess of $220,000 over asking no contingencies well mm-hmm. this time so fast forward a year that's not ha- that's not happening anymore right so we're not seeing 40 offers, we're seeing 10 offers, still from very well-qualified buyers who are willing to potentially waive a home inspection or um, contribute funds towards any type of uh, appraisal gap coveraging, or um, even waive mortgage contingencies. And I I think it's really interesting, we should talk about what what waiving your mortgage contingency in this market actually means because a lot of uh a lot of times we, i hear sellers say oh well they're not getting a mortgage and that's not necessarily what it means so mm-hmm. i want to hit on that a little bit too all
1: right perfect so um julia our new um person that we have here a coordinator administrative coordinator <laughs> our new um, person our new person she so did mel's
0: the everything yeah is going to be the person
1: <laughs> exactly um she did a nice job putting together our agenda here so um do you want to talk a little bit about what we're currently seeing going on in Massachusetts and how offers have been and what you see changing?
0: Well, that's a, a little bit of what I just touched upon. It's um, We are, for the first time, actually seeing an increase in the amount of inventory. Still still low, right? Still low comparatively, um, but we're definitely seeing more properties coming on per county, um, and especially within our area, even in the South Shore. This is kind of, this is kind of where we're um, housed out of and doing a majority uh, of our business, but certainly we go everywhere and we have agents that go everywhere. Um, I think it's finally starting to pick up. More listings are coming on the market, but at the same time, like I said, we're seeing less offers on those listings. Still, again, qualified buyers, but there's not as where with the rising interest rates We've seen either a whole buyer pool potentially decide that they don't want to compete in this market anymore or the ones that money was so cheap a year ago, you know, at 2.75 mm-hmm. 2. or, you know, 2.5, that buyers could afford to go 50 dollars to $100,000 over asking mm-hmm. with money becoming more expensive to get. Yeah. Um, or to finance, then they're not able to go 50 to a hundred thousand dollars over asking.
1: And I know Jasmine has been talking about that for a while too. I know one of the last shows that I did, Jasmine actually was able to join us and she, she did talk about, you know, the rising interest and how that makes a difference for people. I know, um, Kristen is actually listening. She's helping us. Uh, she said she can hear us now. Um, but you know, we were talking about like which, which, um, Level of price range do we feel is going to feel it the most mm-hmm. so she feels that the higher priced ones will probably be okay because those people have the money and if alright if you're going to be $900,000 who cares if you're $800,000 at that point right
0: yeah it's all relative
1: yeah but the lower priced ones, she's pretty sure like that that might be where we feel the crunch. What are your thoughts?
0: That's what that's what I'm feeling more than anything. So we have qualified buyers across every price range um, and every, you know, demographic of, of houses. I'm feeling the most struggle with our buyers that were qualified, you know, a year ago potentially for $500,000, and today, that same mortgage is really affording them about a $400,000 house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it, there's a big, big discrepancy between what $400,000 will get you in Plymouth County or yeah. um, Bristol County mm-hmm. and what 500000 will yeah. get you. Mm-hmm. And that's it's scary to say that, but it's the reality. I think a lot of those buyers will ultimately end up, you know, until they can wrap their heads around what's going on, mm-hmm. maybe ultimately deciding to stay in their rentals for a little bit.
1: Yeah. And so... Let's bring this full circle around to what what our topic is, is like, do you feel, even though we still have low inventory, we still have this rising interest rate consideration that we have to think about, do you think that buyers still have to be, you know, As waiving? Aggressive. Yeah. Do they have to waive their home inspection? Do they have to waive their mortgage contingencies to, in order for their
0: offers to even be considered? I don't think in order for them to even be considered, but certainly I do think... There is still a time and place to put in an incredibly aggressive offer. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel the new buyers coming into the market today will know no different, right? Mm-hmm. So we have buyers that are getting qualified right now. They're just entering the marketplace. They don't know what the interest rates were a year ago or yeah. maybe weren't as closely watching it. Mm-hmm. So where they are today, not going to affect them.
1: And don't you think that they should be jumping in now? Because, I mean, didn't Jasmine say, like, the interest rates are probably going to go up again?
0: Oh, yeah. I. I think they're set to increase maybe at least two to three more times before the end of the year. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they stay... That's the thing, is it doesn't mean that they always stay that way. Yeah. But that's just what's projected for 2022. Mm -hmm. Who knows what 2023 is going to bring? Well, that's the thing, though.
1: Do you take the chance of... Like, I'd rather know for sure where I am now, but I know that a lot of people are doing in five one five one arms, ten one arms, and all that. I wonder, like, for me, I'd be like, all right, I just want to do this now because as prices are... I mean, as the interest rate is going up, if the interest rates go down, I can always refinance.
0: Well, so that's, it's kind of funny that you said that. So I always have the perspective, and Jasmine actually talked about it a lot on the show that she did with us, is just the mind frame that buyers are entering the marketplace in. It's all about perspective. If you keep your eyes focused on the market that you're currently in and stop looking at past markets, it's all relative, right? Yeah. So when Sam and I purchased in 2019, mm-hmm. I locked in, I freaked out and locked in against Jasmine's advice. It was like 4.75. Uh
1: huh.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is so low. Like we can't, we, we have to pull the trigger. And I was super pumped up about it. So that shows you back in 2019, interest mm-hmm. rates were um, declining from 5%. Yeah. Right. So, um, literally locked in and then they fell again yeah. and they fell again and they kept on going down kept on going down and we refinanced in 2021 mm-hmm. um, i think at the end of 2021 down to what 2.5
1: yeah see that's the thing i mean you can always why take 2.5. the risk of things going up 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 like if we see them going up and that's what all the you know professionals are telling us that they can consider it, it's going to still go up like i would want to be in something secure right now because yeah. the higher they go up the less you can afford
0: But that's what I mean about perspective, right? So my perspective back in 2019 was, oh my gosh, 4.75 is amazing,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right? And then...
1: I think mine was, like, eight, my first one. Uh, see, perspective. perspective. yeah. I mean, back in 1992 when I paid $137,000 for my house.
0: Somebody told me that they saw, like, 13. Oh, yeah. 13 and 15. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't around then. Yeah. I wasn't in the market then. Let's no, put that
1: I don't think you were born uh, <laughs> then. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, but that is where it was. I mean, and no one knows where it's going. So you sort of have to, you know... I don't know. It's like we're trying to give the professional opinion. And this is how I feel with because we're not very salesy, you know, calling people who are thinking about putting their house on the market. Like, I feel like I have the obligation to call people and say, you know, you were really hoping that this this was going to continue to go up, 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 up. Like, it's time now to put the house on the market because. But then there's a the thing, like, I mean, Michelle Faig, another full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connector Real Estate. She's been on the show with us several times. You know, she got multiple offers on her listings while I was away.
0: But I, So I think it's going to be price point, and I still think it's going to happen. I just think the amount of offers that you're going to see is less. Mm-hmm. So you're still going to have strong buyers. You're still going to have strong offers to choose from because there's going to be a whole demographic of buyers who are still in the mindset of I have to waive my home inspection if I want my offers to be Mm -hmm. considered. I have to you know work towards some appraisal gap coverage language and I have to potentially waive my mortgage contingency. Okay so
1: I'm old and I just have to spit this out because I'm gonna forget and I had a good thought. (laughs) If you're a buyer are you willing to give it all the way that you were before or do you say okay Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller I am willing to give you over asking but I want my home inspection or Are you going to say, I'm not going to give you, I'll just give you full price or maybe under, but I'll waive my home inspection. Like, I feel like there's going to be options that are going to come up.
0: I definitely, so even as a buyer's agent, you know, I had an offer in on a property with a really, really qualified buyer. In previous markets, she would have had six to 10 offers on this property. Mm -hmm. It was me and one other person. Wow. Me and one other person. And the only reason we didn't get it is because the buyer wasn't willing to go up in price. Yep. You know, and ultimately that was their choice. But, you know, and she, uh, the listing agent was up front with me about that. So that means the other person also had a home inspection. The other person also had a mortgage contingency. Mm -hmm. Um, She said that there was no house to sell and we were neck and neck. It was just about price. And I do think and that. This was just Monday. One of the last ones
1: that we had done that had multiple offers before I went away, I do recall seeing. Like, there was only a couple that waived home inspection mm-hmm. out of, like, 10, yeah. you know? So, I think that that's what we're going to start to see. Um, hello to all of our WATD listeners. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here uh, with myself, Sharon McMire, broker-owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, along with Mary Baker, who is my team member, um, and Melissa Wallace, who is our other team member, is not here tonight. She wasn't feeling well. Allergy season. I have to tell you, 10 days away in grease and then how bad were your cars when you came home <laughs> oh my god well we have the garage but at my honestly i did never had a headache while i was over there i never felt full or disgusting from the food why
0: do we have so much pollen here i don't know
1: i don't know but it's giving me a headache but anyways Sorry. i've been waking up with a headache every every morning at two but um If you have any questions for us, we'd love to take your questions. It doesn't have to be about this topic, Uh, anything to do with real estate. um, If you just want to give us some of your thoughts and opinions on this, I know that a lot of times we get those calls as well. Uh, George is in the studio in Marshfield, and he will pipe you over to us here in our Pembroke studio, 781-837-4900. Again, the topic is, you know, waiving contingencies. I'm curious if anybody does have an opinion out there, if you're a seller what would you prefer? Would you prefer more money with a home inspection or would you be willing to take less money
0: to waive the home inspection? I feel like an attorney because I find myself saying this a lot. It It depends. depends. Uh (laughs) It depends. And I think every, you know, every property is different. Like, so we just did a market analysis on a property up in Quincy. And honestly, I you know I'm not worried even in the slightest mm-hmm. that about uh, a home inspection on this property nor nor are the sellers yeah because they um they uh, stripped it down to the studs and completely redid everything several years ago mm-hmm. so in their scenario, they want more money it's their yep. retirement yep but if you have a property that you know needs some mm-hmm. repair, yeah you're probably gonna look for that waived uh, home inspection
1: yep right yeah, I would say. I mean, that would be my thought.
0: I mean, I live in antique houses. I would take a no home inspection over more
1: money. Yeah, but I don't know, though. <laughs> I mean, if someone's willing to give you twenty-five thousand dollars to $25,000 is
0: a lot. Twenty-five. So if someone
1: I, gives you twenty-five thousand dollars over asking, I mean, a home inspection is never gonna bring in that much unless you have like a real disaster in your hands. You know? Yeah. Don't, don't you
0: think? No, I don't. I yeah. No. Yeah. So even um, you know, we had a we had a multiple offer situation on one of our properties. While here I was in, away. Well, technically, yeah, yeah. While you were away, um, here in Pembroke, and um, the offer—I was very upfront. With the offer that we accepted had a home inspection, had a mortgage contingency. Mm-hmm. There was no qualms, and we—and there were other offers that had waived waived mortgage uh, contingency entirely, mm-hmm. waived home inspection. They weren't the best offer. Yeah. They weren't the best fit.
1: Mm-hmm. So they ended up having a home inspection on it. Yep. And everything went well.
0: Everything went well. So. If we look back on the show that we did last week, we talked about what I really liked that this agent actually put in their offer because we were talking about info-only home inspections. Yeah. She actually wrote directly into the offer that um, no home inspection findings will be used to um, withdraw or renegotiate. Okay. Right into the offer. So i was saying that info only is very gray yeah. what does info only mean mm-hmm. so there's no gray area there yeah. i i can clearly see and understand yeah. what info only meant so say that again how did she word that um that no home inspection findings yeah. will be used um to withdraw yep. or renegotiate okay i like that yeah that I was good
1: yep. yeah really good okay i like that um because that is one of the things we did sort of hit upon today is, you know, some people, you know, they're like, oh, well, we have our home inspection, but we want to go in for measurements. And then, you know, Uncle Joe is, you know, a, a contractor, contractor yeah. and he's in there doing, um, you know, really doing an inspection for them. So, um, yeah, 781-837-4900. Let me and Mary know that you're listening to us tonight so we can tell Melissa we got a caller. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also get in touch with us on Facebook uh, or you can send me a text actually, 781-294-4848 uh, and we can get your questions answered for you.
0: So, so I think we've done a lot on home inspection. Yeah. Right? So no, I, I think the type of property that you have is what will make or break if you're going to have a home inspection or not mm-hmm. or, or that's what's going to be the motivating factor for the seller but what about mortgage contingencies well, so i
1: want no, to go back oh. okay you, you keep that thought though but okay. let's go back to the buyer perspective on the this because this is something that came up today yep. and i remember nick actually talking about it too is like or actually mary it was you that said it is it was i think it was okay. th- that you said it doesn't really even matter. If you if you have your home inspection, the, for the most part, sellers aren't going to give you what you're asking for anyways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So as, as a buyer, do you feel cheated? Do our buyers feel cheated when they feel as if they need to waive that inspection? And does it really matter to have an inspection if the seller isn't going to give you any type of concession anyways?
0: I think it's relative, right? So no idea. I do think it matters. I do think it matters. I think a buyer should be having a home inspection when at all possible. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily agree with waiving it and would be a last ditch effort, although we have seen it. Mm -hmm. Um, We have done it even recently. There's a time and a place. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I also think it's a tolerance level, right? So if you've been in the market for seven months... And you, you know, you're going in here and now you're starting to feel the pressure to waive your home inspection mm-hmm. contingency versus making that decision on your own based mm-hmm. off of the property, yeah, I think you're going and in, going into it and gonna be super, super resentful. Yeah. Right? But if you're cognizant of this property really should have a home inspection, this property, you know, I trust my agent, I trust my own eyes, I've looked at a lot and mm-hmm. I feel comfortable waiving it, they're not gonna have regrets.
1: Yeah. Right? hmm I agree. Great.
0: Okay. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, we would never... I mean, that's the thing, too, is you don't want to really... We would never sway anybody in the wrong direction, but, I mean, we certainly have
0: seen... I mean, there's been properties I walked out of, and, you know, I've had buyers look at me and go, oh, should we waive the... Ins-? Like, what do you think about the inspection? I go, hell no. Yeah, definitely. What <laughs> are you inspection? seeing that I'm not seeing? Like, what yep. do you I, you got like rose colored glasses on here my friend because mm-hmm. this is this house is falling down. And I feel like those days are going to be over.
1: I feel like that desperation of, you know, you know, an agent, I mean a buyer just like like the flurry of Remember I had mentioned this, oh god this was months ago, the analogy of like putting a piece of bread and you go to feed the fish, like <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah. and like all the fish come up to the top and surface. I don't know, I feel like that energy is sort of going away right now.
0: That's, well, it's good for the buyer. It's creating more opportunities for buyers to get reasonable offers accepted. Yeah. And like, I haven't been finding myself saying to buyers, you had no shot. Mm -hmm. You know, realistically, you know, when our offers are getting rejected um, and not that it's a ton right now, but it used to be, you know, I remember there was one radio show that I did that I was like, I put 10 offers in this week and not a one Mm. got accepted. And I was so bummed. But every conversation was the same. Like, you didn't have a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, there was... It was super over-asking, and all contingencies were waived. Yeah. I'm not seeing that anymore. Yeah. Now I can pinpoint and say, it was more money. They did have mm-hmm. a home inspection, or, you know, they did. They waived home inspection. It's a little bit more equal. Yeah. Not well, equal, but... Um, it's leveling off a little yep, bit. Is that the right
1: word? That's what I was saying earlier, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and Kristen hallett again, full-time agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, has been on the show several times. She had actually mentioned that she has an accepted offer on a property in Marshfield that's under-asking. I think it's like $20,000 under-asking, you know? Yeah. So I feel like the buyers, the buyers... So I listen to Clubhouse every morning, as I was saying. And it's, I love to do that because I'm hearing different scenarios and different information that's coming. And I do want to do a show that has a bunch of these agents on with us uh, from different states and countries, actually. And in Canada, they're predicting within a month that it is full-blown going to be a buyer's market.
0: Completely shifting?
1: Completely shifting. Wow. And they sense that happening here. And that's why... You know, I took back what I said earlier in the year where I said, I feel like maybe we'll have even less inventory coming in the fall because with the interest rates rising, why would anybody ever sell their house like me? Yeah. All right. I'm at 2.375. I'm I'm not going to sell and get, up, you know, go lateral and have a higher mortgage. Yes. Right. I'm just not going to do that. But it matters where I am in my life, I guess.
0: Or would, if you have to move.
1: If I have to move, yeah, right? There's divorce, death, death. I just had a death, wicked list. I had a lisp and I don't even list Death, divorce, and disability. You know, that happens to people in relocating. Like, what if I decide to relocate to Europe and I just want to live a European lifestyle and eat, eat my dinner? I'll sell, I'll sell mine and <laughs> yeah. I'll buy yours. <laughs> and just eat my dinner and lunches slowly. Like um, people are doing it. I guess now would be the time for me to do it.
0: Yeah. Right, I agree. Yeah, I think, and I, hate and I'm not going to use the word perspective again, but even you know, this couple that we did a market analysis for, I think sellers are hearing it. They're, mm. they're it's actually sinking in, mm-hmm. and it's not, and it's sinking in from other venues, obviously than just the real estate agent. Yeah, because they're coming to us with this information and saying, yeah, like we're hearing that the market is slowing down a little bit, and I'm like, it's not a slowdown, it's a shift. Mm-hmm. You know, but you're right. If if we're not getting the money that you anticipated it's because we missed it just by a little bit
1: yep you
0: know it definitely you don't want to be chasing the market
1: remember that used to be one of my slides right when you overprice a house and we're starting to see price Price changes. changes yeah we're seeing price reductions on things now in mls But it's like a snowball, chasing a snowball going downhill. And you can never, before you know it, by the time you get to the bottom of the hill, the snowball is bigger than you are. So that's where, and we had that discussion today. We have two new condos coming on the market in Dorchester, um, 44 Butwell Street, by the way, if uh, anybody is interested, right? So, give us a buzz. Yeah, give us a buzz because they're beautiful and it's a complete uh, renovation on those. And that's what we're saying to him is we'd rather price it aggressively than try to you don't want to test a market
0: yeah you don't want to overshoot and sit and be stale and it is a little bit of a moving target right now that's um and not that it always hasn't been but we've struggled over the past we as an industry um Mm -hmm. has struggled over the past even year year and a half to really accurately price properties because there's so much emotional intention behind what uh, properties are selling for um that it, those houses it, weren't appraising. No, but that's the stuff that they don't talk about. I know. I literally use this analogy about the we had a Weymouth property mm-hmm. that uh, we listed for four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. First appraiser came in, appraised it at four ninety, so ten thousand dollars below what we listed it at. Mm-hmm. Second appraiser came in, appraises it at five eighty. Wow. Well, how how do you have a ninety thousand dollar swing? Yeah, it's crazy. How do you have like what is the, the first sta- one was well, definitely in a bad mood? a very, very bad mood. So they were able to kind of get that one thrown out, yeah, um and with a lot, a lot of effort by ourselves, the buyer's agent, the mm-hmm. buyer, a lot of huffing and puffing. But ultimately, I mean, when you look at that scenario, that's the exception. That doesn't happen all the time. Like mm-hmm. you, you almost always are sticking with that first valuation, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, We have quarter of seven right now, so we're on until seven tonight. Um, Hoping that you are enjoying our topic so much that you have decided not to call us. (laughs) We won't take it personally. Uh, 781-837-4900 is the number. George is at the studio. Uh, We'd love to hear your perspective, 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 your thoughts on this topic. Again, we're talking about, you know, waiving contingencies, seeing a little bit of a shift in the market, um, you know, give us a buzz 781-837-4900 mary i rudely interrupted you and you were going to get into mortgage contingencies i think right or appraisals what were you going to do
0: so i was just talking about appraisals but that goes hand in hand kind of with your mortgage contingency Mm -hmm. um because i think it happens a lot so your mortgage contingency is written in the offer for you to get a mortgage right Mm -hmm. what happens when you waive it what does it mean when you waive it two two kind of separate things right so one, you could be providing proof of funds, mm-hmm. and proof of funds would be um, a statement, a bank statement, investment profiles, or mm-hmm. portfolios that would show that you have in your possession, in some or could get um, whatever the purchase price is. So mm-hmm. if you're purchasing a property for five hundred thousand dollars, you need to show us that that money is available to you in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. You can waive your mortgage contingency. There, that's a true cash offer. Yep. Um, or we're seeing people oh, waste more. <laughs> Sharon's just trying to break my neck here. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just She's just... all tangled up <laughs> I know. and yeah. Um, But, and then you also have a mortgage contingency where you essentially represent to the broker, the, um, the agent that you are so confident in your financing or your financing is so strong that you are willing to risk your entire deposit, so whatever you put down initially with your first deposit, then your second deposit with purchase and sales agreement, whatever that amount is, you are representing that if you do not obtain a mortgage or you get denied for a mortgage in any way, shape, or form, that you are willing to risk that entirely. Um, there is, I mean, it's a little bit more intricate than that. You would have to... Um, you know, whatever the purchase and sales guidelines are, potentially a, a attorney could protect you from losing your entire deposit within the purchase and sales agreement. But in theory, that is what you are saying. You are not saying that you're not getting a mortgage, just that you are really, really confident you're going to get one. Am I explaining that right?
1: Do you understand? Do you? I understand what you're saying. I do this every day.
0: I know you understand what I'm saying, but <laughs> I, I find it insane
1: I think that anybody taking the risk of thinking that I know that I confidently am going to get this mortgage and I'm going to waive my mortgage contingency because I'm that sure. And here's the thing. We've been playing this game for a very long time. Mary, you always come from the thoughts of a buyer. I come from the thoughts of a seller, right? So you're trying to protect the buyer. My fiduciary responsibility is to the seller. I'm not allowing, you know, that I want proof of funds. You can tell me that you're going for a mortgage and that you're 100% sure. And I know that there are all kinds of new programs that are out there because we've had every single loan <sighs> officer from every single bank and every single company call us in the past two weeks to try to get into the office to have, you know, lunches and everything else. And, and I think it's great that they're putting people through the underwriting process. I feel like they're a little late. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're a little late on that, yeah. like on that thought process. But again, they're doing it. And they're saying it's it's good as having cash. But somebody could lose their job. We had that happen well, on one of it. our listings one time. A guy lost his job a week before we were closing.
0: I think that's where I get nervous. Is And I'm saying, you know, in the within the purchase and sales agreement, and maybe, you know, one of our attorneys is out there listening that could um, let me know. Is there a way to protect that deposit in any way, shape, or form? Because what if the unthinkable happens? I mean... Protect it for who, though? Protect it for the buyer or
1: protect it so the seller gets it?
0: So it, as as it's written, it, like just a blanket waiving your mortgage contingency, I think it protects the seller. I don't think it protects the buyer at all. Um, and I think buyers are risking a lot under or maybe not even having the full conversation of what it really means to waive your mortgage contingency. Um or maybe I'm just very, very risk averse, <laughs> and I'm like, I well, mean, I don't even gamble. Yeah, I don't like gambling either. I don't but even I don't like even being, do penny slots.
1: Yeah, I don't like, like, I, I, could do some of that, like a roll. I used to do a roll of quarters, but you don't even do that anymore. Like you, it's whatever. I, I couldn't tell you the last
0: time I saw yeah. roll
1: quarters. I know, um, but right. I just feel like it is taking a risk, and is that risk? I'm not as a listing agent. I'm going to tell my seller not to take the risk. Why should we be the one taking the risk? You show me proof of funds that if this doesn't go through, you are paying cash. Like that's period. Amen. That's how I feel.
0: So, would you say you wouldn't accept an offer from a buyer? It's the only offer you have in hand. Oh
1: well, that's different.
0: Yep. So, but so I, I'm just curious how we navigate it, right? Only offer we have in hand. Um, they are saying they're waiving their mortgage contingency. Yeah. Um, But they have informed you that they Why would they
1: do that if they're the only offer? But go ahead
0: Maybe they don't know that they're the only offer Nobody asked
1: Okay, yeah, that happens a lot Yep,
0: nobody asked They just submitted an offer Yeah Um, And they've waived their mortgage contingency And they provide you with a pre-approval letter What's your next step? Say so that again. they provided you, they've waived yeah, it. They waived it. In it. the offer. And they, they gave they, me a pre-approval letter. They gave you a pre-approval well, this letter. Well, there's
1: part of me that feels like, why are you giving me a pre-approval letter? You've already waived your mortgage contingency. Like, so I don't even really care. You're telling me that you're going to be able to get this. I need something that's more proof of funds. That's how I feel.
0: So would you go back to the agent and say, you know, what is the scenario? Are they are they selling a house? Oh, are yeah. Are they, you know, where well, is this, where is lot this lot money of, coming from? A and lot of says, people think that. I no they're getting a loan, but they're so confident in their financing that they're willing to waive their mortgage contingency. What is what is your next step? I
1: guess talking, I mean, seeing how much they're putting down for escrow.
0: That's where I'm getting at.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, if they're putting down a good amount, I mean, that happened to us recently, right? So, they put down $100,000, mm-hmm. right, for purchase and sales agreement. And it's basically saying we're that confident that we will get our mortgage. All right. Well, great. If you don't, <laughs> then... Just know you have the potential to lose the $100,000. It's actually 101 because they gave one with the deposit. Mm -hmm. And I know we talked about this earlier today that people are now doing $5,000 as the first offer.
0: And first deposit. First
1: deposit. This whole thing came up today about people not even giving copies of the check anymore. That Mm -hmm. like blew my mind. And then we're also hearing that buyers are out there, sellers Listen, whether you're using us or not, I'm not giving you any advice. Please, you have to, if you are already listed with somebody else, talk to them don't, about don't this. Don't send them our way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. mean, this is what we were discussing today, 12 of us, is multiple. We're seeing buyers put in multiple offers on the same weekend. So, like, same weekend, same Same weekend, day. same day. They're putting in three offers on three different properties on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So... Just be careful. And I love because we called Emmanuel Ebot, who um, is... I actually reached out to three of our attorneys today just to see who could call me back the fastest <laughs> while we were doing our thing today. It's uh, a game of they body. were all very good, by the way, um, and all did get back to us. Um, but can you... What was my point with him? He was like, what, you can lose that money, right? Yeah. But he said, we can, as listing agents, say, can you are you representing that this is the only offer that your buyer has put in in the same time period?
0: Yeah, that they the only offer they have pending. Yeah. Which I guess you'd go back to your front runners, right? Yeah. Yeah, you go back to your front runners and ask that question. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it only... I, I get it from a buyer's agent perspective, so I'm going to play devil's advocate he, here about buyers buyers and buyer's agents putting in multiple offers on different properties within the same day because the offer deadlines are getting so stringent mm-hmm. and inven- inventory is so limited buyers feel as if they're missing out on an opportunity when you have two properties that have the same exact deadline mm-hmm. and they don't they don't want to miss out
1: mm-hmm.
0: my my big thing with buyers is are you willing to walk away from B if mm-hmm. you get A and A if you get B first mm-hmm. so are you willing to go with whoever responds to you first
1: mm-hmm. I know. I know. And, and again, I mean it really does. It you 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 can only tell your buyers like hey, this is what the risk is. So long yeah. as they understand yeah. that they are risking potentially the $1000, then then it's okay, right? So long as they understand what the risk is, yes. but you certainly don't want someone in there who doesn't.
0: Um, well, yeah, I wouldn't be putting in 10 offers in one day.
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> that's, that's 10 that's grand. A, that's a lot right? of thousands. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, we hope that you like tonight's show. It's five minutes to seven already. Um, if you want to listen to any of our past shows, uh, you can find us. We have a podcast and a website, which is Talk Real Estate Roundtable, and uh, com for the website. And um, you can go onto your podcast app. I think you can even just say like, Alexa, play Talk Real Estate. State Roundtable. I do it at home. (laughs) And it will come on, yeah. Um, So you can do that, and if you have any ideas for topics that you would like to share with us, feel free to get in touch with us. Uh, You can reach us at realestate at bostonconnect.com, and we would love to hear your thoughts on that. You can send us a message on Facebook or whatever, too. Um, And we have some new listings coming on, so next week we'll have a couple condos coming on in the city in Dorchester. I'm excited for that. Yep, and um, I know we've been out there doing some CMAs and
0: sure have.
1: the office has a lot of new this is where Melissa usually comes in yeah.
0: tells <laughs> so, everybody what's going
1: on Yeah, I know Kristen Hallett she was here earlier she's putting a new listing on the market tomorrow I wish I knew the address I wish I knew the price but I do know it's a cute ranch cute um, ranch
0: I think it's in Raynham. it is in
1: Raynham. yep, yep. and it's, Rainum. it's a cute ranch uh, really nicely done on the inside so uh, keep your eyes open for that one tomorrow with Kristen Hallett I'm sure she would love to get you a one-on-one showing on that hmm and anything else going on?
0: Hmm. No, no, other than those two, nothing pending right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will be busy. I've, I can feel like the spring is coming. The spring? spring no, it's not the spring, the summer. The summer. But I do feel like it's going to start to get busy.
1: Okay. I do. Yeah. Well, I do think that if you are thinking about selling, right now is your time. But that's like why the I think period. it's going to get busy.
0: I think we're going to start getting blown up for... Yeah. Um, more market analysis because people are like, okay, well,
1: now's the time. E-
0: everybody's telling me that now is the time. My CPA is mm-hmm. telling me that now is the time. Like, yep. The news is telling me, the, uh, the real estate agents are telling me.
1: And, too, it is a great time, too, because, you know, this is the other thing, too. And I would love to have a show with Alyssa right now because Alyssa McNamara from McNamara She's Financial. So much fun. She really is. And she gets so fired up about numbers and data and all that. But, you know, there's a lot of investors out there right now and they don't want to have anything to do with the stock market right now. They mm-hmm. would rather have their money in real estate. So, if you have some of those estate properties that you're thinking of selling, like now is the time to be doing that as well, because those are getting gobbled up and at a good price. So that's
0: true. Yeah. Anything else for people? Is there something that you know that I don't know? No.
1: Oh. Um, I know. I just mean we have three minutes left. I just don't know where to go with it. I know. It you, a, you ended it real
0: quick. Well, I have like a headache. And I know. I, I, I just can see you like winc- wincing and in, in pain. Wincing. All right.
1: Well, let's yeah. give a recap to all of our listeners then. You give a couple minute re Let me just ask you. Do buyers still have to drop all of their contingencies, mortgage contingency, home inspection contingency, appraisal contingency, in order for their offers to get accepted?
0: It depends, but no. <laughs> it, de- it depends on, on the, the house. Um, it depends on how many offers you're up against. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I would say no. I think buyers have an opportunity here to still be competitive while retaining a lot of their contingencies. Um, and protecting their deposits and not kind of giving away the whole bank. I really do.
1: And I do think, too, like when we're talking about the inspections and it's like for informational purposes only, I don't care what word you put before the word home inspection, it's a home inspection. (laughs) Right. But I do like that that other agent put in that verbiage about, you know, not to withdraw or to renegotiate. Well,
0: I like that it was in the offer.
1: Right in the offer, Yeah, which is perfect. But that's a good way to come back as a seller to say, You know what, we'll We'll, we'll accept it, it, but that's what we're going to put in there. But if they are going to have one, let them have that inspection after... They've received their commitment letter, so you know that their financing is going to go through. Yeah. So at that point, I just wait. I just wait until the until I have the house, right? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Well, George, thank you so much. It was great to be with you again tonight, and to all our WATV listeners. We will be on on Saturday. I'm not sure who will be with me, but um, I don't know if it will be the same topic, a different topic. But uh, be sure to listen in. We're on Saturdays from 10 to 11, mm-hmm. and every Tuesday. Again, you can go to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you need any assistance with selling your home or buying a home, get in touch with us at bostonconnect.com or uh, 781-294-4848 or uh, 781-826-8000. We'll see you next week.